listener. Hello, born funny people. I don't even remember how if that's how we start this or not, but Jimmy's not here to tell me because, uh, well, he's off with his dislocated shoulder. No, to be fair, it's no longer a dislocated shoulder. Uh, it's back in place now because he's uh, had shoulder surgery. Um, so it's just uh, just a little old me. I'm a water bowl here at the moment. I'm going to keep this snappy, guys, if you haven't already noticed. But um, episode 12, Born Funny, with the very funny Carla from Bankstown. Now, I do need to warn you guys. I don't know if we've done this on any other episodes. I can't remember because I can't remember how we start this. There's a lot of fucking swearing in this. <laughs> is, I mean, producer Jared's I'm just doing this by myself. But, Jared, I mean, you can back me up here. The, the Carla from Bankstown uh, episode, quite a bit of swearing in that. Would you? Would you agree? With that, Jared? I mean, from you and Jimmy mostly. What, more than her? She let us down the garden path, I reckon. Mm, I feel like you guys take any opportunity to swear that you can. No, that's true. You can't true. do it on air. That's true. So we wait for we wait for one we wait for one of our guests to swear once and then we're like, oh fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> Episode twelve, Born Funny, Carla from Bankstown. She is bloody hilarious, guys. Uh, open your ear holes to this and enjoy. Bye. Ah. Funny people. An odd bunch, really. Not your usual folk. They've been making us knee slaps since the ancient Greeks. But what makes these real-life jesters tick? Perhaps today we should ask this person. Carla from Bankstown. Tell me, were you born funny? Uh, duh, have you seen me? I was born hot and born funny. Nice, please get the round of applause ready for the brainchild of Benjamin James. She's a sassy, no-nonsense woman from Sydney's Bankstown. Carl rose to popularity during Sydney's uh, COVID-19 lockdown. Let's not think about it for too long. Uh, where she acted as Gladys Berejiklian's right-hand woman slash part-time personal assistant. After Gladys left office, she stayed with the PA job and worked with uh, Dominic Perrottet and is now part-time PA to Chris Mintz. Online, of course. Uh, Carla's take-no-shit attitude and defender of all underdogs has inspired a legion of loyal followers across Australia. She's outspoken, opinionated, and knows she's the hottest... And smartest person in the room with millions of followers and views all across her social media accounts and her ability to say the word gronk better than anyone in the country. Please welcome Carla from Wow, what a fucking introduction. Speaking of hot, this studio has been fucking roasting for the last three days. Yeah. And now we've just brought you and your mother in here. Oh. And, and But don't worry, I love this. Oh, this is why I wanted to start this. Sorry to our producing team because they're like, don't worry, guys, we got you covered. What is that? Look at the fucking size of this. <laughs> Wait, what is that? It's, it's a, a fan. tiny fan. Did you get that from a cereal box? I or don't what? know. <laughs> The producer Jared was like, oh, I've got you sorted in, in the hot studio. It's on one of my ankles. Oh, poor Jared, bro. Hold on, look at his head. He's so oh, no, cute. He's drunk. Oh, no. But you will have a lovely, cool left ankle. No, it'd be uh, really good. We can all touch. We should touch it before right, and say, touch me and Carl it are fucked. <laughs> yeah, well. There's no little fan under here. Yeah, anyway. I've got makeup and a wig on, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we, it should have been over on the, it should have been on the talent side. Yeah. Uh, no, it's unplugged now, so. It doesn't even work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how are you, Carla? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Um, just living my best life, you know, being hot. Yeah. Um, actually, funny story. I don't know if you guys saw it, but I woke up this morning. So I posted a video on my Instagram last night, mm. and it was just me making fun of all those influencers on TikTok that always do the get ready with me. And they're like, oh, come here with me yeah. as I go to a party. And they're like, mm. they're rushing around doing the hair. I did one where it was like, get ready with me as I take a big shit. <laughs> So it's just literally Can you walk me. Us, walk us through that. Yeah. So basically, it was. Um, so 
I woke up in the morning and I had a really bad stomach ache and I really needed to take a shit. So mm. I got up, almost shit myself. And when I sat on the toilet, bro, it was so stinky. And that was, that was the video. 15 <laughs> seconds done. So I put it up on Instagram last night. Woke up this morning with a Daily Mail article that said, Chris Minz's uh, assistant, Carla from Bankstown, films herself taking a shit on the toilet. Like that's literally what it says on Daily Mail. <laughs> Make it headlines, so I'm baby. Like, oh my God, thank you. <laughs> At least it's something. Sitting on the toilet. <laughs> See, I literally, that was a capture. And flesh. You know yeah. what, actually, on that, you know what annoys me is the people that go, a day in the life of, and it's <sighs> like a corporate lawyer. No one cares. No, one yeah. fucking, no bro, no one cares. I, I saw one suits. on, on TikTok the other day, it was like, uh, um, here's my normal day as a private jet, like, seller. Like, yeah. he sells private. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you just see the other thing and say, oh, pilot's pretty no, cool. No, 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 he sells that shit. Man, oh. no one fucking cares. I watched nah. it to the end. I shouldn't have. It was yeah, three actually, and a half minutes. Yeah, actually, being... Got <laughs> you're never going to get that time back ever. Because well, I, I kept watching going, surely mm. this gets interesting at some point. Yeah. Right. Well, look, I, I appreciate that because I hate when I go on TikTok and they do these videos and then they're like, stay tuned for part two. Oh. No. And I wasted like a whole minute oh, no. waiting for you to do something. And I, I don't have time to scroll through your page. I want to find that. There was a part two and a part three on something I was watching the other day. I don't Don't care. commit no. to it, mate. Don't commit to it. Well, of course I, I, I do. leave it up to the algorithm. If yeah. I see part two again... Well, it's meant yep. to be. If it's it's meant to be. Well, yeah, sorry. It's a later. lucky dip. Well, actually, I mean, look, Carla, we are going to go through the making of Carla from Bankstown yeah. and Ben growing up and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But whilst we're in, because obviously you're massive on social media, yes. that's where a lot of this all came from. Mm-hmm. Are there things or are there types of people on social media that you just watch and go, why the fuck are people watching this? Every single person on TikTok or Instagram? <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, I, I'm very outspoken. Like, I, yeah. it's like a certain type of person I like to watch on Instagram and TikTok. But then it just gets saturated with the same people doing the same thing. No one's like, no one's reinventing the wheel. Like, they're not, mm. they're not making it fun. They're just yeah. like, just doing the same bullshit. And it's always the same group of people that are always, you know, promoting the same things. I'm just like, girl, I don't, I don't want to watch this anymore. Sorry. Have you got to the point now when you create your content because each one is so successful, mm-hmm. like. Uh, you find yourself not needing to put as much creative thought into it because it's like you've got the hang of it now or is each Um, one still like hard to put together sometimes? I mean, look, like the toilet one. Yeah, yeah. And then I think I had one that went like my first video ever in four years of doing Colour from Bankstown went to like 1.5 million views, which was great. That was for me. I was like, oh, my God, wow. Um, That was like a 10-second video of me pretending that I was listening to my friend I uh, have like a mental breakdown. I was looking for my vape. Yeah. Because it's it's a real thing, bro. Every yeah. time people are talking to me, I'm like trying to look at them in the eye like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah scrub this I just, I just need some watermelon. Bro, wait, is it? Yeah. Did I put it in my pocket? <laughs> Fuck, where is it? Um, I mean, look, some those things just came to my head and yeah. I just literally just put it out there. Mm. Um, there's a lot of times where, you know, I'll speak to my manager, Drew, and we'll have a chat about, you know, what what's coming up in the news? What could Carla be doing? Yeah. Um, my boyfriend, Teddy, he's... A brain is like the same as mine. So he'll literally ring me and be like, I think Carla needs to do this. I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right. I will. <laughs> no worries. Thanks, babe. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, he'll, because, and he's a, he's working full time. So he'll ring me like, All right, babe, I got this, 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 me. Thank you. I'll talk to you tonight. Bye. And then film the content, so, get out there. But go back to young Ben, like yes. little Ben. Were you a performer? Did Ben want to become something? Like, well, um, mind you, we've got your mum here in the studio as well, yeah. so I will be looking at her for <laughs> any, any fact checking. I was talented was, from was, a young was age. Was young Ben funny? Yes, yes, I'm yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, well, Ben's, uh, well, I mean, I was always doing characters, I was always dressing up mm, as okay. a kid. 
Um, I think one of my very, very first YouTube videos I put out when I was a teenager, I made up this character who was like a, like a cooking show host yeah. yep. and her name was Lazy Susan <laughs> and it was just cooking with Lazy Sus. Yeah. And it was just this whole thing. She had this overachieving daughter who was like two years old and had like a university degree, could speak like eight foreign languages. Like it was just a whole thing. It was based on a teacher that I had at school. Mm. And I started doing that and then just kind of thought like, why don't I just keep doing it and just making up more stuff? And then um, I think Real Housewives of Sydney or Melbourne came out. It was Melbourne. And then I thought, oh, I need to do like a Bankstown one. Like it'd be so fun to do like a Bankstown character. Mm. Yeah. And then that's when Carla kind of like came about and, you know, she's definitely changed over the years, like from when I first started to now. Yeah. It's definitely um, the cigarettes and the vapes have definitely helped quite <laughs> a lot with the, with the voice. <laughs> Oh, this is the first guest who's smoking whilst we're doing yes. the interview, which is really nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the vape is connected to the vape. It's just an IV drip of a vape here. <laughs> so what was the, what's the turnaround time between creating Colour from X until it becoming, like, I guess, big, like really big? Um, I think the first video I ever did of Carla was maybe like seven or eight years ago, and that was The Real Housewives of Bankstown. Yeah. yeah. Um, my best friend Aaron and I did a character each and put it up on YouTube, and it went really well. I think it was, like, back in the day when YouTube was, like, the only thing to post content on. Yeah. So I posted that, and it got up to, like, you know, 20, 30,000 views, and I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Wow. And, like, you know, and then people would – I'd go to, like, Bankstown or Parramatta, and people would be like, are you that, are you that girl that, like – it's from Bankstown. I'm like, yeah, I think so. Like, I don't want to get bashed, but okay, sure. Yeah. And then I kind of stopped for a while because I was like working full time and, you know, just going through a lot of stuff like like mental health and things like that. So I just kind of just stopped doing that for a while. Um, and then I was working at, I used to work at JB Hi-Fi and one of my friends that I worked with there was like, you know, we should start doing some like funny content. And I was like, oh, you know, I used to have this character, Carla, like ages ago, showed him the content. He was obsessed with it. Um, and I literally started doing it, just posting the most heinous, ugly photos of myself as Carla. Like I used to have a full beard as Carla. Yeah. Like I literally wouldn't shave because I was yeah. like, I couldn't, I couldn't give a shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Using my mum's makeup, like yeah. very different skin tones. <laughs> where did you learn? Where did you learn how to do makeup so well? Um, was that on online as well, or no, was it well, not? All, I can imagine it wasn't always this good. No, oh, no. I think there's like one. Mama, mum's gone. No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> Drawing red circles with lippy. <laughs> um, it wasn't even lipstick. I used to use a. I used to use a sharpie on my eyebrows. Nice, a black sharpie. I used to use a red Crayola texture on my lips. Yeah. Um, and then I had like one little like BYS palette I got from like I stole it from Kmart like ages yeah. ago and just used my finger and just rubbed it on there and that was it. Carla um, is filled with toxic stuff. Yeah, always. <laughs> that's from the vapes. That's oh, oh, that's the the vapes are nothing. Yeah. She was <laughs> eating Crayola. <It> was <laughs> um, I learned because I, I started like once I started to get more popular I thought I need to try and make this a little bit more presentable. Yeah. Um, only because like to I like the look of things and I like to make it look nice. Yeah. So yeah. I started shaving, then I started trying to learn how to do it. But it was only when I was on Celebrity Apprentice, my makeup artist, Pablo. Yeah. Um, it was his first time kind of like learning to do drag makeup at the same time. So we're both kind of learning off each other. Yeah. And most of the things that 
I know from makeup is from him. So, yeah. And now, you know, I feel bad because now he messages me. He's like, oh, it looks like you don't need me anymore because you're doing a great oh, job. And I'm Pablo. like, no. But if I have like big, big events, yeah. um, like a movie premiere or it could be like a, I don't know, like the Arias or something like that, then I'll get him to do it. Yeah. Um, Because he works full time too. So it's hard, but I'm just used to doing my makeup now. And yeah, it's, it's very therapeutic for me to do. By the way, Pablo sounds like the perfect makeup artist name. Like if you said Pablo, like he's got a accent. he's got a sexy Spanish accent oh, he's from stop. Uruguay. Pablo, take me Pablo. for everything. Oh. <laughs> take me here on the desk. <laughs> Muy bien. <laughs> so, uh, going going back, so you you, you know, young Ben, um, mm-hmm. you talk about do, you were doing YouTube clips and all this. Did you ever want to? And then you're talking about like working in retail. Was there a moment where you wanted to pursue doing like performative space? Like you um, active comedy? Like what did you? Were you mean, what were you studying? How were you like at school? Were you smart? Did you go to school? No. I, I my mum's shaking her head. Was he smart? No. <laughs> I love this is the first time we've had someone's mum in here, and this is great. We it's, like, it's, it's like an instant Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a fact checked. Um, I would say school. I I, I graduated year twelve. Like I went yeah. right through. Didn't yeah. go to university because I thought I'll take a gap year and I'll work and in whatever. Sydney? In Sydney, yeah, in Sydney, yeah, yeah. Um, and then that gap year turned into I'm thirty years old now and doing this and being a crossdresser for a living. So that's you know, yeah. Um, school was always fun. Like I was more the social part of school. Like I was always just hanging out with my friends and I did like art and photography and hospitality and music and things like that. Um, just to try and like, some more of a creative person. I yeah. I dropped maths as soon as I could. Mm. Yeah. Fuck that shit right Didn't off. we all, mate? And then our teacher's like, you're going to need it in the future. <sighs> no, I fucking don't. Bro, that's Listen. why I have a calculator, and that's why my iPhone tells me how to do things. Like, I remember <laughs> a teacher being like, well, you're just going to have a calculator in your pocket everywhere you go, yeah. will you? Yes. Guess what? We do. It's yeah. got an iPhone. <laughs> Apple Watch. You yeah. and your abacus. You're going to have fun around. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I think, like, for me, I just, I, I've always been a creative person, and I've always tried to... I've always wanted to be, my dream was always to be on radio. Yep. That was my dream. Oh, really? To always be on radio. I was like, yeah, I'm going to be on radio. It's be so cool because I love music. So I love playing yeah. music and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, and I guess as well for, I think it was maybe for the last like, oh, it would have been maybe like 21 and like, you know, you make new resolutions and you're like, oh, yeah. what are you, you know, I want to lose weight or I want to like stop smoking or whatever. I always just said, I just want to be famous. Like mm-hmm. Every year I was like, I'm going to be famous this year. And it never <laughs> happened. And then I'm going to be famous this year. And it never happened. And then... One year, obviously, like, I want to be famous and then COVID happened and then all this other shit happened and then it's literally now I'm here. So yeah. it's just a weird, like, concept to did think you know? Like. Did you know what famous you wanted to be? <clears throat> like, did you want it to be in that performing space or um, do you want to be, like, a serial killer and be infamous <laughs> or, like, what? <laughs> did you uh, care or was it just fame? I mean, <laughs> more like I... Like reality TV and stuff like that, I guess maybe. You pause there. I was like, yeah, murdering. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd really yeah. like to murder somebody. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, Here it goes. I've got a gun in my bag right now. <laughs> Remember Jared and the fan? Come <laughs> in, Jared. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I guess I wouldn't say famous is in like movie star. Like yeah. I know that. I mean, it could happen. You mm. never know what could happen. I but never say never. Exactly, and I think like you know Australia in general, we use the term celebrities quite loosely with yeah. people because yeah. it's like if you're not on a, f- a certain reality show then people are like that that's all people know you for yeah. like really and that's the only reason why people go on those types of shows is because they want people to know who they are so yeah i think um you know i was very lucky especially like doing drag and stuff like that you know i've got a lot of drag queen friends who i absolutely adore who 
you know, spend so much time doing club, working clubs and, you know, all that stuff. And, you know, they want to go on like RuPaul's Drag Race, for example. And, you know, everyone keeps saying, Carla, are you going to do Drag Race? Are you going to do Drag Race? I'm like, well, I've already done something like TV before. I would love to do something else on TV again. Don't get me wrong. But I just feel like, I don't know. I want to be in movies. I want to do like makeup lines. I just want to do, I want to do everything. Like I literally just want to put all my eggs into all the baskets that I can and just make it happen. Are you uh, happy to keep that as Carla? Or would you ever develop another character or? Um, I mean, a couple of years ago, my, like when Carla first started going off, my friend Will and I were like, you know, maybe we should introduce a new character, that kind of thing. And I'm like, well, I have enough, I don't have enough brain capacity as it is to fucking keep up with Carla (laughs) and myself. Yeah. And, um, you know, having two personalities and running two Instagram pages and trying to like keep up with everything at the same time. I would like to, I think. I've always wanted to try and do like some kind of like sketch show kind of thing where it's like me as Ben, but then have all the different characters that I play do just different skits together, that kind of stuff. See how that goes. Um, That's something I'd really like to do. But at the moment, Carla's just killing it and everybody loves her. So why change it? Yeah, exactly. And with Carla, I can literally say whatever the fuck I want. And people are like, oh, Carla, that's just Carla. (laughs) Mate, fuck you, bitch. Like, oh, Carla, thank you so much. Like, I literally have people, like I was at Drag Expo last weekend in Melbourne and I literally had someone come up to me and it's like, my husband is a big fan of yours. Can you just tell him that he's a fucking piece of shit (laughs) and just call him a gronk? And I was like, okay. I was like, hey, you, you're a fucking piece of shit. You're a gronk. And it's just like, thank you so much. He's going to love it. And just walked away. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, babe, you got to get on Cameo. Thanks. I am <laughs> on Cameo. People send me shit like oh, that all the time. Oh, amazing. All the time. Oh, that's great. They're like, they just ask me the most random shit. Because, I mean, I did say in my, like, intro video for Cameo, I was like, you know, if you want to break up with somebody yeah. or if you want to, like, you know, tell off your teacher at school, whoever it is, just let me know. And, like, I've had people that have said things like that for me to do before. And, like, yeah. I'm like, oh, I'll get paid to do that. Why not? Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Did, is there a point, like, you know, it seems like you've been doing this for a while and then mm-hmm. You get colour for a while. We've met a lot of people, you know, that that don't make it in this industry. Yep. What was it that kept you going? Was it friends? Was it yourself? Um, it would. I would definitely say COVID did help a lot. I yeah. know that I don't want to like, you know, shout out to COVID. Shout <laughs> COVID. That's Thank my you, guy. COVID-19. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to murder someone. COVID is great. It's great. It's a great interview, guys. <laughs> I'm a fandemic. Yeah. Oh, it's just Carla. It's just It's fine. Um, silly. I think COVID, because I mean, obviously everyone was at home. Everyone was on the computer or on their yeah. phones, like doing stuff like that. But Definitely would be like my friends and my family that kind of supported me in what I did. Um, like my mum and dad, for example, letting me take over basically the entire house with all my drag shit everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mum's just looking at me with a dirty look on her face because it's disgusting at my house yeah. at the moment. Hasn't changed. Good. No, <laughs> God, no. Um, I still have boxes of shit that I took home with me from Celebrity Apprentice that I haven't even opened for two years. It's just shit just piling up in what there. What is it? What did you get? I don't fucking know. Like did a, you steal a, shit? A, no. Oh, actually, I do <laughs> Mark Morris is in a box. Yeah. No, it's Lord Sugar. Uh, Lord, Lord Sugar. Lord Sugar. Yeah. Um, the, the, the TV network put Mark Morris in a box. Oh, yeah, they, they got rid of him. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, like, the support that I've had from especially my mum and dad and my sister, um, it's just been amazing, you know, like, coming out to them and then obviously telling them what I wanted to do with Carla. And, you know, my dad said, if you don't make any money from this fucking shit, then you're not doing it anymore. And then a week later, they called me to be on Celebrity Apprentice. I was Great. like, well, thank you. I'm just going to keep all my shit everywhere. Whatever. Don't care. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't be here without, you know, my family and my friends especially because they just... 
they always want to help with videos. They want yeah. to be in a video. They want to help me edit stuff. So it's great to have a good support system behind you. It's always a, a good topic that we've asked uh, quite a few people, guests on, on Born Funny, is mm-hmm. the, where, that support network from friends and family and stuff. And you'd think a lot of the time friends and family would be supportive. Yeah. We've actually noticed it's probably the complete opposite. Yeah. A lot of the time, like people's families have gone, stop fucking doing that. You know, <laughs> poor old Husey. I mean, we say this all the time. No one liked Husey growing oh, up and, be, <laughs> and trying to be funny. Like, parents, <laughs> friends tell him he's not funny. So yeah. you get this mixed bag. But I mean, you said that the, the support from your friends and your family and stuff, do you yep. think that was one of the main things to to keep pushing you forward to doing this and doing yeah, something you love? Absolutely, 100%. Like, I mean, it's at the point now where my friends are kind of like, they don't think that Carl is funny at all anymore just because they've just been used to it for so long. Yeah. And uh, sometimes I don't even think I'm funny, but, you know, I'll make a video. I'm like, oh, that's so fucking shit. And then I'll put it up and then it gets like, you know, 200,000 views. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, maybe that was supposed to be in the drafts, but okay, you can take that if you want. Like, yeah. I think, um, yeah, they're just very, very supportive and definitely humbling as well. Like, you know, I mean, I'm not that person that's going to go around and like, you know, name dropping people who I've met and all that shit. Like, I hate stuff like that. Even when people say, oh my God, you're such a celebrity. I'm like, mm. yeah, yeah, cringe. Yeah, yeah, cr- yeah, It's a bit cringy because like, yeah. we don't really, no, like yeah. I'm not, but it's, it's nice to like have that. And I guess, you know, I've always wanted to be like that. So I guess. That's where I'm at. Well, it shows the work that you yeah, put in. It's working. It's very yeah. hard work, yeah. What about, um, like, coming out, how old were you? Did that help you become more confident as a performer and in yourself? Um, I mean, well, I went to, my first high school I went to when I was in year seven to year 10 was an all-boys school in Bankstown. Oof. So it was all boys. So nice. it was like, ugh. Um, <laughs> it was just. It wasn't Bankstown boys, was it? No, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> I probably actually probably would have had more fun there, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it was um, it was an all boys school. It was a private school, and it was um, I had friends in year seven, and then it kind of just got to a point where everyone just kind of like just ditched me because I mean mm. I've always been the same person. I've always yeah. been loud and funny and outspoken and happy. Yeah. I'm always happy and yeah. you know very caring about my friends. But then it got to a point where you know all the friends that I came with kind of just made new friends. I tried to make friends with people. I did, and then they kind of you know, mean girls me and, you know, mm. turned on me. And then yeah. <clears throat> I was like eating my lunch in the toilet for like six months. And oh, like Caddy hair in the toilet. Yeah, l- yeah. Literally very that. And I had, um, I was like going through my emo phase back in the day. So yeah. I had like, you know, an undercut and a front fringe and black nail polish. And like, you know, uh, this one kid like told me that he didn't want to be my friend because I looked like a lesbian. And I was like, okay, well. You, you would know. be so lucky. E- exactly. <laughs> yeah. Were you still performing and like doing videos and stuff? No, or? this was before I started doing like Were you doing any stuff. performance? Nothing no, or? nothing at all. I was just trying to figure out myself, I guess, figure yeah. out who I was. Would you like just amongst your like your like your friendship group and family and stuff? Were you still cracking jokes? Oh, absolutely. Every now? So yeah. would it, would you ever? I mean, I know it wasn't in a big performance space, but friends and family and stuff. Would you ever use? any of that kind of pain that you're feeling at school and translate that into comedy or it was still too raw? I mean, I think in, in general with like queer people, because, you know, we go through a lot of shit growing up um, for who we are. I think that we, like a lot of a lot of my friends who are gay or are queer are very funny people because yeah. we've had to use our humour to try and mask and like, use it as a security blanket to, cli- to shield yeah. ourselves, you know, yeah. if someone's going to make fun of me, like, oh, you're a fat piece of shit. I'll be like, yeah, bro, your mom, like, yeah, you know, yeah. just throw it, throw it back at them yeah. kind of thing. And I think that's where my comedy came from was just because, you know, I was getting bullied and stuff. So I thought, well, I'll just, you know, make it funny and, you know, give it back to them. But yeah, I, I ended up leaving that school in like year 10, I think it was like the first year, first term of year 10. Yeah. Um, just cause I was just getting like bashed up basically oh, um fuck. food thrown at me all that kind of shit and i hadn't really even like come out to myself at that point so yeah. i was like you know 
just really upset. And the school basically just said to Mike, called me into the office to have a chat. Um, my mom came with me and they basically said, oh, you know, maybe Ben should change him, himself, oh, to kind of fit bad. in with it. And maybe he won't get bullied as much. Oh. And my mom was like, well, you can shove your fucking school fees up your fucking ass. I'm pulling him out. Mom's great, did. <laughs> she really did. Yeah. She was like, fuck That's you, fuck fucked. you, bye. And yeah. yeah, and then I ended up at um, a co-ed school. Yep. Um, I found a group of girls on the first day. I'm still friends with most of them yeah. um, to this day. And yeah, it was best thing I ever did was leave that school. Cause then, you know, being around girls and stuff and it just helped me kind of like figure out who I was um, and my sexuality. I did, didn't really come out to myself until like maybe like 16. Yep. Yeah. I was just still trying to figure out, I guess. Did you have you an know. inkling? You must've had like a, like an inkling. Yeah. Or... Um, I mean, I always felt different. I yeah. mean, I always like, you know, growing up, I've got photos of me, you know, dressed as like the Spice Girls and like, you know, wearing high heels and all that kind of shit. So didn't really think anything of it. And I always thought it was such a bad thing because, you know, back in the day, everyone was like, oh, it's bad to be gay. Can't be a fag. Oh, mm. And like thinking like, oh my God, like my parents are going to disown me. What's going to happen? I'm going to be homeless. And then, you know, I came out to my mum and she was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, okay. And when did you know, mum? Okay. From the very beginning. <laughs> From the womb. I came, out, I came out with a giant wig on my head. <laughs> Sharpie on the eyebrows. <laughs> Sharpie <laughs> and a red, a red texture. Red texture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, might be. Mm. Like, she's still in the womb. Go, push harder, Gronk. Push yeah, harder. literally. <laughs> oh, push it out. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah. but, and then I think with my dad, like, uh, the first person I told was my, my sister and my cousin, my cousin Olivia. We had a conversation and I told my sister and I like burst into tears because I didn't know what her reaction was going to be. And she was like, well, I don't f- fucking care. Like, why would I care? Mm. Um, which obviously bought my relationship with my sister and I'm still very close with her and my cousin too. Um, and then with my dad, it was because my dad is a little bit more traditional. It was a little bit harder for me. It was kind of like one of those unspoken things. Like he knew about it, but yeah. I had never actually said, Hey, I'm gay. Like I just never had that conversation. And I only actually came out to him, I think like two weeks before Celebrity Apprentice aired mm. because oh, really? there was like a part of it where I was Carla. Then when I had to like take off all the makeup and come out as Ben and I was talking about my sexuality and all this shit. And I didn't want it to be the first time he sees it is on TV. I'd rather tell him first. And I remember sitting down and telling him like, hey, just wanted to let you know, like the show's coming out and there's a certain part where, you know, I reveal Carla, um, Ben from Carla and just talking about bullying and talking about my sexuality because I'm gay. And he was like, okay. And then I sat there for a minute. I was like, oh shit. Like, (laughs) I'm like fucking cigarette in my mouth. Like having a dart. And then he was like, yeah, that's all right. I mean, have you seen your friends? I was like, oh, thanks, Dad. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to my friends. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, we all dress up and, you know, wear wigs and shit. And then yeah. he literally said, oh, can you take me up to get my eyebrows done? And I was like, okay. Oh. And then that was it. Oh, that was it? Yeah, that was it. He yeah. loves it. So, well, how did you think that was going to play? Like, in your head, how did you see that moment playing out? I guess because my dad's such a grumpy old man sometimes. Like, I love him to death, but he's the grumpiest old man I think I've ever met in my existence. But yeah. I love him. But... I just was expecting him just to kind of like be silent for a little bit. Cause sometimes when he gets the shits with me or whoever, like he won't talk to you for a couple of days. He just yeah. needs yeah. to cool off. And that's what I was thinking. Like maybe he's just not going to talk to me. That was the worst case thing. Cause I knew obviously like mum would come to my defense and say like, no, you're not kicking him out of the house. And he wouldn't kick me out of the house. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. It was just a very nerve wracking. There's thing always that there. fear though. Of I'd course. Of course. Out. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, he's been great about it. Like he's, you know, every time I get dressed up with Carly, he's like, wow, Carly, you look hot. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Thank you. Did you ever know you're going to have two daughters? <laughs> you 
feel that, you know, the, the space and sort of where we are in Australia now is, uh, I guess, a lot better with representation? And Like, did you have anyone to look up to or look out or? Um, not, not really. I mean, like, growing up, there wasn't a lot of, like, queer representation on TV. Like, I think... I remember, like, Mrs. Doubtfire was probably the first, like, you know, cross-dresser that, that yeah, I ever yeah, saw yeah, on yeah. TV, and it's one of my favourite movies. Yeah. I wasn't really introduced into, like, the drag queen scene until, I think, like, when RuPaul's Drag Race first started, like, in America in, like, 2006 or seven, I think. Yeah. But on TV, I didn't really see anything unless it was, like, a scandal on Neighbours. It was, like, two girls are just going to peck on the lips. It's like, whoa! <laughs> Um, and I don't know if you guys remember that um, that girl group Tattoo that sung that yeah. all the things she said song. Yeah. Yeah. That was like probably my first like real like queer kind Awakening. of like, and I was obsessed with them because yeah, I was yeah. like, oh my God, I want to be a lesbian too. And not, <laughs> not realizing like you can't, you know. Um, yeah. And I think like we, we definitely still have a long way to go because I feel like we're, 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 get, we're getting there when it comes to, you know, representation, especially on like mainstream TV as well. Like, yeah. you know, you've got Courtney Act who um, was on like Celebrity Big Brother overseas and she's doing a lot on TV as well, like with ABC and things like that. Um, and then like obviously Dame Edna. But there isn't really anyone else that's been on like a big network. So when they asked me to do Celebrity Apprentice, I was like, this is such a big thing because it's like not really any like drag queens on happen. Like, yeah. TV unless yeah. it's on like Stan or Netflix or something. Yeah. So, yeah. Is that why, um, like obviously from Celebrity Apprentice, the charity mm-hmm. you had was 2010? 2010. Now yeah. that supports the LGBTQI yes. plus community yeah, in the, New South Wales. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it's um, it, like a youth-based charity. Right, so okay. um, they just go there for um, support if they need, you know, someone to talk to, um, find them places to to stay if they get kicked out, things like that. So just raising money to help them. They do a lot of like, um, like group meetups where like, yeah. you know, everyone will get together to meet people that they wouldn't necessarily talk to regularly and, you know, just make new friends and so they can have a support system and have a support network. So, yeah. And yeah, well now having that profile and stuff and, mm-hmm. and the fame and everything, yep. are you wanting to, I mean, you already are, but using, I guess, your stage yep. to ensure that other uh, people in the community can can do what you do and, and feel confident to perform and yep. get that representation. Yeah? That's exactly right. I think I always, I love getting messages on Instagram and um you know, TikTok and stuff when people are like, you know, thank you so much for showing who you are because, you know, I can't come out to my family. I wish I could, or, you know, my religion says no, but, you know, I say yes and I want to, but I can't. And, you know, I just give them advice, like, you know, just keep being yourself. Like you shouldn't have to, we shouldn't have to, you know, mute ourselves and, you know, not be who we are supposed to be. Like if that's who you are, then that's who you are. End of story. Yeah. And, you know, I got a message last year from a a woman whose child was trans, transgender, he was getting bullied at school quite a lot because obviously female to male and it was just really horrible, like the story. And she had to homeschool him because he was just getting bullied so much. So she came to Melbourne to meet me when I was at Drag Expo last year and I got to meet this kid and it was the most beautiful thing. Like it was just so nice because he was so happy. He's like, oh, I watched you on Celebrity Apprentice and I've never seen like a drag queen or someone, you know, that I relate to on TV before. Thank yeah. you so much. And like burst into tears, of course, because wow. it was just like the most beautiful thing. But yeah. I just, I, that's why Carla just doesn't give a fuck. Like just does not care. Like people tell me you look, you're ugly. You're fat. I'm like, yeah, bro. And what? Like, tell me something I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like one person said to me ages ago, you look like you smell like cheeseburgers and you've got like twisty fingers. And I'm like, I do actually. <laughs> I'm leaning in bed eating a fucking box of cheese with your dog. Fuck you. Actually, I mean, that's a really interesting point. And I was going 
going to bring that up as well. I mean, uh, you talked about like the, some of the horrible experiences at school and the bullying and all that kind of stuff, and people still saying that. Yep. One thing you're very much known for, Carla, is how quick your wit is mm-hmm. and how quick you have that ability to come back and yep. bite back with something fucking hilarious. Yep. I know this is a horrible way to develop that skill, but <laughs> yeah, is that well, where that skill came absolutely, from? Absolutely, hundred percent. Because I've had to like deal with bullshit like that most of my life. So yep. it's just like you just kind of like it just becomes a, a mechanism. And like mm. you know, in the queer community, we call it throwing shade. So it's like you know, um, or just yeah, just going off at somebody. Like mm. that's that's just it. I can't explain it any better than that. Like people want to talk shit to me. It's like Carl says, talk shit, get hit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you think uh, do you think a lot of that has uh, helped develop your comedic ability and yeah. has shaped Carla yeah. uh, to who she is today? Yeah, I think so. I think my my favorite type of like, I guess comedy is just like outlandish stuff. Like I just. Mm. off the cuff stuff like a lot of the videos that I do it's just all improvised like I never write a script for anything my manager's always like okay so we need to do a video for this company and uh, you need to write a full script I'm like I don't even know what I'm having for breakfast tomorrow. Like, I don't know. Like, it just comes to me. Like, when I'm, yeah. you know, in the moment filming with people, like with the Chris Min stuff, they were like, well, you know, what are you going to say? What are you going to do? I'm like, I don't know until I get there. Yeah, yeah. then I kind of feel the vibe, see what happens. But yeah. yeah, like all the stuff that, you know, happened to me growing up and stuff was definitely inspired me to just not care. And I think that because Carla doesn't care and because I don't care, it makes it more funnier because then people, you know, say, shit, oh, Carla, you stupid bitch. I'm like, yeah, well, fuck you, bro. I fucked your dad. Like, <laughs> just say shit. And they're like, oh, fuck, all right. Right, cool. Like they just come out with it, and they're like, they don't expect it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And now, obviously, because I say it all the time, people are like, oh, you're fu- you're a funny fucking guy, aren't you? Yeah, hey, Carla, good on you. Yeah, what's, so. what's I mean, next, you know, you talked about you know the people say when are you going to be on RuPaul's Drag Race? Yeah, but, you know, being on Celebrity Presence. Is there another show that you'd love to be on? I mean, I would well, you think Carla would be really good on? I mm. feel like Carla would be really good on. Um, like I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. I think that would be really funny. Yeah, yep. just because like. I would love to see, I would love to do like Carla going in full glam, yeah. not being able to take the face off, but then like as the days go on, the beard comes through the makeup and it just <laughs> becomes like really disheveled, the lash falling off, swearing at everybody, yeah, yeah. farting in her sleep, all that kind of yeah, shit. Yeah. Um, I'd love to do, uh, I'd love to do even, cause I know, I think, thank God you're here's coming back. Yep. Or yeah, it's yeah, back. Yeah, it's back. I'd love to do yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, even, you know, just. I just love to do whatever. I like to call Carla the jack off all trades. Yeah. Instead of jack off, jack off <laughs> yeah, all trades. Because she does. Um, and she has. So I think it's like any situation I can think of that a normal person would be doing, how could Carla make it funny? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I've done videos of Carla as a flight attendant, as like, you know, the PA for Gladys, um, working at like fast food places, childcare work, like just really stupid shit. Yeah. Just because Carla just doesn't care. So it'd be funny. Mm. Um I mean, any TV networks that are out there listening, just book me on something. I don't care. Just book her, guys. I'll read the fucking her. news, mate. I'll do Girl. the weather. <laughs> no, I don't care. Replacing Peter Overton on nine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, funny story about Peter Overton. So, when. Just for everyone, this was not a setup. <laughs> this was not a setup. <laughs> not a setup. <laughs> so, um, when the first day um, I had my costume and outfit fittings for Celebrity Apprentice, I had to go to the Channel 9 building. Yeah. Never been there before. I was so scared and like. I was freaking out like, fuck, well, you know, what if I run into like Carrie Ann Kelly's here or what yeah. if, you know, Tracy Grimshaw's yeah. here or something. So I'm like standing in the change room and the, in the fitting room and the girl who was dressing me, um, Alex, I think her name was, she was helping me. It was really funny. We were just having a laugh because some dresses just looked really fucking horrible yeah, yeah. and some of them looked really good. So I took the dress off and I literally had nothing on under just my underpants. Yeah, yeah. And um, I handed her over the dress and then she went to hand me the other one. She opened up the curtain because no one was in there at the time. So I'm just yeah. standing there with like, you know, my man 
man boobs just hanging out in my <laughs> underpants. Next minute, Peter Overton just walks in. Hello. And I was like, covering my boobs like hello, a woman. Like, hi. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> was that it? Was hi. that the interaction? Literally, he was like, hello. How are you? I mean, <laughs> I'm good. And then he like picked up his suit and just walked out. Oh. Like that poor man. I've seen it all. <laughs> that poor man's scarred for life now. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't even get a Peter Overton story. It led the 6 p.m. news yes, that yes, night. Oh, absolutely is, yeah. breaking news. There <laughs> was a beached whale in the building at Channel 9. <laughs> uh, I yeah. want to talk about uh, the different styles of comedy yep. that you've kind of been experimenting with a few times. Obviously, mm-hmm. the, the main one is the videos and social media and all yep. that kind of stuff. Yep. Uh, what about the live stuff that you like to do? I mean, obviously, I mean this is all in pro and live yep. now. Yep. No, no, there's scripts. We've all read off yeah. our scripts. I know. I've, what I've page just, are we on? I've yeah. just done Peter Overton, <laughs> so... Six, six, I think. Six, yeah, it's after yeah. Peter Overton. So you're cool. asking about styles of comedy now? Yep. Um, you're going to do live performance. So perform- introduce yourself. Oh, no, yeah. I've gone back to page one. Uh, so six. My, so you're saying. No, it just says here, pl- no, welcome no, Carla du- from Bankstown. No, you're on page one. Yeah. They're double-sided. Carla's mum's here. Yeah. yeah. It she's, says it here on page got, two. Yeah. She's got a script. Yeah. So I'm lost. <laughs> Can we start again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Now what? We did a bit. Now I fucking forgot. What are we doing here? Welcome back to the show. You do like more stand-up, more of the live stuff. Yeah. Well, what do you prefer? What do you like? What do you like more? I mean, I do like being in front of a crowd because yeah. I think the adrenaline gets me going and yep. gets me like hyped up to do it. Yep. And also, alcohol helps a lot with that too. Nice. Yeah. We're um, pissed as. Yeah, I'm and drunk right now. Yeah, actually, this is vodka in this bottle. Actually, yeah. <laughs> um, whiskey in my coffee cup. I think you might went down to the bar afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I've done a lot of like hosting gigs um, yep. at like uh, Universal or Puffdorf and things like that. Yeah. Where it's just like a quick like intro to the crowd and say hi, things like that. And um, I don't know if translating Carla's stuff, because it is so off the cuff and I don't really remember what I say. Like if I have to refilm something, I don't really remember what I've said. Um, I don't know how it would translate to do a, like a live show. Because I mean, it could be fun if I did like a live sketch kind of thing. Like Superwog, (laughs) things like that. Because I love those guys and their Mm. shit is so funny. Yeah, I wouldn't say I wouldn't stand up by myself and just do a stand-up show. I think that might be a little bit too... I mean, I could eventually do it, but yeah. at the moment I just am happy with doing all that fun stuff. Um, yeah. I'd love to do like a tour. I'm working on something at the moment doing like a tour where it incorporates comedy as well as drag and like music and DJing, things like that, yeah. um, which I'm trying to, you know, get like a monthly thing going in Sydney, see how that goes and then take it, you know, around to Melbourne, Brisbane, even like regional towns that don't really have much drag and yeah. culture out that way. Um, yeah. So I think, I, I mean, I don't know about standard. I don't know. It's, it's a bit daunting, I think. Yeah. I mean, for me, especially. It's like, I mean, I've always, I've, I've realistically, I've always been afraid of talking in public to people yeah. and now I do it for a living. So I'm like working on myself because I did debating at school. So I was always the kid that was like, Shaking like, yeah. <laughs> um, I'd like to rebuttal um, what the speaker said. <laughs> but I think if I, if I had enough tequila shots, I think I'd be right to go. Yeah, yeah of course. Absolutely. Just, just rip on the whole crowd. Yeah. Just get them to turn the lights on so you can see everyone. <laughs> yeah. I think you'd be great at doing a live show. I mean, we're talking yeah. about it before. I think you'd be phenomenal at yeah. it. I think it's, it, it could definitely be one of the next iterations of Carla from Bankstown. I think, I think so too, yeah. Yeah, I think that'd be really fun. Maybe like call it like One Night in Carla or something. <laughs> Like one night, one night's not enough. Yeah. One, <laughs> one second show enough. added, guys. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and a third, and a fourth, <laughs> and a fifth. <laughs> what about, I mean, uh, I mean, again, talking on the, the different styles of comedy and yep. stuff, but even like the stuff that you're very comfortable with, obviously the videos and all that kind of thing. Yep. In terms of, do you ever look at something and go, oh, I could have done that better, I could have improved from that way? How do you 
try to improve yourself, if if um, at all, or does it just happen naturally? Do you ever sit perfect, mate? What yeah. a rude question. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, Carla. No, I can't believe you. Asked you me. gave me page thirteen, yeah, so <laughs> clearly you didn't want to do that. You booked me on this chicken shit gig, <laughs> Jared. You can shoot him again. <laughs> um, I think like when I sometimes I watch things back and I think like, oh, maybe I should have said this instead of that. Mm. But you know, I kind of get in like that headspace when I'm making it. I need to, you know, because I'll have take like one or two days out during the week to film a whole bunch of content like banked up for the week. Yeah. So I don't have to constantly be sitting in the chair, putting makeup on every single day. Mm. Um, but then like, you know, sometimes like I'll send it to my boyfriend first and he'll have a look and say, Oh, like maybe try this instead. Or, you know, I'll send it to my manager Drew and he'll say, Oh, actually maybe change this to this or whatever it is. But most of the time I just kind of just do it and it just comes yeah. out and that's it. And usually I find that the funniest videos that I do are ones that are just like straight off the bat, yeah. usually like a one take thing. Yep. I'll just, cut the little bits where I like pause out, put it out there and then it goes out. Yeah. How do, you, how do you go with taking feedback and stuff from people? Cause I know some like, um, if my, I'll, well, Jimmy and I'll put like heaps of work into a video or show <laughs> and I'll show my partner and she'll be like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? It's so much time. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I mean like I, I do take on that mm, yeah. constructive criticism. Does it depend who it comes from as well? You know, if somebody tells you, like a friend says, oh, Carly should have done this. Like, Bitch, I'm the fucking funny one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah, no, it does. Because sometimes like, you know, like, okay, well, my manager, for example, I love him. He has done so much for me and we are, he's, he's like my dad. He's going to hate me saying that because I always call him dad because he's a lot older. I always say, you know, where were you when Hindenburg hit? Like, just <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> like, I just, you know, he was around when the first fleet came around. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... He will like say to me, like, if I think something's funny and I know that it works for Carla, I know like 80% of the time I'll send it to him and be like, nah, that's yeah. not going to work. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but bro, like, uh, it's my thing. I want to put it out there. Yeah. And then sometimes I don't take his advice and I'll put it out there. Yeah. And then he's like, well, I told you. And then it goes viral and yeah, people yeah. watch it. And I'm like, well, I told you, bitch. So whatever. <laughs> um, no, but like, I mean, I, I take it on because I, I like to, I mean, it's, I do make the content for myself, but I also like to kind of get feedback from people to see, you know, what they find funny or what I could incorporate differently to make it more relatable to different types of people yeah. instead of just doing the same one note constantly. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Do you think it's been harder with more success? Um, A little bit, because I think people expect you to be, I guess, on all the time as well. So, like, whenever I go places, they're like, why aren't you in makeup? I'm like... Because it's five o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday and I'm fucking tired. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. um, or, you know, I, I don't want to be that person that's constantly posting, you know, two or three videos a day yeah. because it just floods up and then the algorithm on Instagram just won't show your shit. It's just all stupid. Like, I've tried to look into this shit to mm. try and make sure mm. that, you know, my videos get the most views. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, I just try and do, you know maybe two or three videos a week. And then in between I'll post like a photo or a selfie or a tweet or something that I've stupid that I've said, or I'll just have a break for a little bit, yeah. you know? Um, but then if it gets to like, you know, three or four days where I haven't posted something, people will be like, Hey Carla, like, where's this video? Or like, are you still doing this? Or are you working with the prime minister or whatever it is? I'm like, Oh yeah, video's coming. Like, yeah, yeah but yeah. I'm not, I'm just sitting in my bed doing nothing, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> having a break. <laughs> what is it? I Eating mean, twisties with your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> with the nails on you. Make me hungry actually. Mm. Uh, is there, is there a style of comedy? I mean, outside of the work that you do yep. that you find funny and that you kind of lean towards in terms of consuming comedy? Um, like, do you, is there a, do you like stand up? Is there a certain style of like TV someone show? Someone you find funny? I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't mind stand up. Um, it just depends on who it is, I guess. Like I yeah. do like to go to like, you know, 
comedy nights where people are doing, because sometimes a lot of them are really, really funny. Yeah. And sometimes they're just a bit like, oh, sorry, like. You suck. You, you tried, yeah. but you know, um, like I've got a few friends that do stand up like, um, Nick Wyatt that's on yeah. TikTok. Um, he's a good friend of mine. He does stand up. He's so fucking funny. Yeah. I love his content. Like him and his friend Tilly, they're probably two people that I met from TikTok that I became super close with. And we just like, you know, make content. Like we've made some videos together. I did like an Uber Eats ad with, um, Tilly once and we're trying to get, you know, his Carly character, the new, like the really bland girl that he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the do 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 guy to <laughs> fucking do something with Carla. Um, but I grew up watching like um like Kath and Kim, Fat Pizza, yeah. um, Big Girls Blouse, and like, you know, Mum and Dad would show me things like fast forward and things like that. So I just I love Australian comedy. I think it's very underrated and yeah. it doesn't really, you know, and British comedies too, like Faulty Towers or Are You Being Served, things like that. I just yeah. love just the funny just the characters. Like I just I guess it's just a character thing really maybe yeah, yeah. Just any, any interest in doing radio you said back in the day you wanted to do it um was that sort of ship no sailed? i think i'd still do it like i i had a i was doing a podcast last year for a while um mm. which was a lot of work but i mean i didn't really do anything i just showed up and started talking to people <laughs> and left and my producer had to do everything else which was great yeah, yeah but we stopped that for a while and um i'd love to do something like that again but make it a little bit more because they were like 45 minute episodes and i thought mm. For me, especially, talking for 45 minutes as Carla is, A, going to make my voice go. Yeah. And I'm not going to be able to do it. So thinking of doing something kind of like what um, Chris Lilly's done with Jemay. Yeah. Um, for example, where it's just like 10 to 15 minutes of just pure storytelling, talking shit. Maybe get someone to come in and ask some really ridiculous questions like spit or swallow or, you know, top of what, just stupid shit like that. Yeah. Um, and put something like that out there. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think radio would be fun. Like, I love... Listening to myself, you know, on the radio, I'm like, yeah, that's me on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. We'll send you this podcast afterwards. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> just walking along the street. What are you listening to? Myself. Myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, just talking to a mic, it's going straight into a headphone. <laughs> Hey, Carl, look, we can't thank you enough for coming in. Uh, for phenomenal me. guest on, on Born Funny. We really appreciate it. I know producer Jared, although we brought in one tiny fan, has been very excited to have you in here, which is very good as well. Oh. Uh, I hope you have been melting <laughs> on your side of the desk. Uh, but look, there is one thing we like to finish with as well. Yeah. Of course, at the start, we asked the question if you think you were born funny or not yeah. now. And then after we do the chat, we often talk to everybody. Yeah. And uh, after they've, I guess, told their often, own story. I think every time we do. Often, yeah, yeah, every <laughs> time. Every now often, and then. there's a few people like, well, get us out of here. Uh, <laughs> a, and we often ask, or we do ask, um, <laughs> do, you, do you think you were born funny now? After uh-huh. having heard that, and I guess it's probably been 50-50. Yeah. A lot of people have gone, oh, no, it's something that I've kind of picked up later on. Yeah. Uh, or it's something that, no, no, I was definitely funny straight away. Mm-hmm. Having, I guess, heard your own story back and the questions yep. and that kind of stuff, what's the, what's the answer now? That, that you reckon was um, Carla from Bankstown or was Ben born funny or do you think it's something that you picked up a little bit later? Um, I think that it would be a uh, shout out to all the haters that made me funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Well, I mean, yeah. well, <laughs> well I, th- I think that's true. Well, this yeah. has never happened before yeah. because we've never had someone's mother in here. What's, uh, your, what's your mother's name again? Christine. Christine, you want to come Christine, here? you come, come in. Yeah, actually, you... you're so right because this is rare. We've got someone yeah. who was there. Yeah. Do yeah. you think she, well, Ben was born funny? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Oh. There you go. Funny looking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what age? What age do you think Ben was born funny? Uh, when, when did you know? He was always the life of the party at any family function, and so even from probably seven or eight years old, we were always like, "This kid's going to be on TV," and all the kids used to crowd around him, and he would just make them laugh. There you go. Yeah, Guess absolutely. what, guys? Car from Bankstown. Born funny. Yes. <laughs>
told you. <laughs> Knew it. Thank I picked you. it. I called it. Thank you. Knew the result. Knew the result. <laughs> we can cut out all the middle bit. We're just straight to this. Straight to this we moment. We fucking knew it. Carla, thank you so much. Thank we you so much. You. Uh, thanks for coming on the pod. Oh, hey, you're still here. Well, you must have liked this then. I may as well give you a sneak peek for next week. It's another funny person. Luke Kidgel. Who gave us stuff like this. So, Luke, do you think you were born funny? Uh, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. More from them next week. See you then. Listener.